Hello, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the December 28th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Today's show is brought to you as a service of my consulting firm, and that is Janice Allen Jackson and Associates, where we proudly provide services to local government and nonprofit organizations. Of course, you can listen to Local Matters on the radio on Wednesday afternoons here on WKZK at 1.30 or on Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. But I'll remind you that you can listen to Local Matters at any time via the podcast version. To listen to the podcast, please go to and follow the Local Matters of Georgia Facebook page, my website, which is JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly.com, or you can go directly to SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. I love podcasts because of the convenience associated with them. You never have to worry about missing it um, or I forgot or what have you. Um, You can just listen to it anytime that you have the time. My favorite times are when I am in my vehicle taking a trip. And because our show is only 30 minutes, a lot of times if I've got a a relatively short trip, I can listen uh, while I'm in the car. Also, if I'm going for a walk or those sorts of things, it's a good time to listen to a podcast. Last week, my guest was State Senator Harold Jones. Senator Jones represents Senate District 22, which encompasses the vast majority of Richmond County. This was his second time on Local Matters. Last year, he came in to discuss redistricting. And this time around, he came in to provide us with a great deal of insight on what we can expect from the Georgia State Legislature in the 2023 session. If you missed that episode, please listen to learn about attempts to address the food desert issue here in Augusta, and throughout the state, uh, how you deal with uh, family members who need need home health care and making it easier to access home health care. And we also expect that the legislature is going to address this issue of whether Georgia state law needs to change in regard to runoff elections. As I'm sure you are aware, many other states don't have the same system for runoffs that we do. In Georgia, you have to get at least 50% of the vote plus one in order to um, avoid a runoff. In other states, it doesn't work that way. So uh, we expect there'll be a great deal of discussion per the request of Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger for consideration of whether that runoff law needs to change. Senator Jones also discussed in that episode um, how it is that we as citizens can have more of a voice in decisions that are made by the state legislature. 
He gave suggestions related to appearing at hearings, um, writing your legislators, et cetera, et cetera. Just giving us some advice on the best way to let it be known when we support something and when we don't support something that they are considering. So that was a great episode. We also hope that we'll have some follow-up during the year uh, to talk about progress of these items and many more that will be discussed at that level in Atlanta uh, during uh, the 40 days of the Georgia legislative session. Of course, this week we are closing out the year. This is the last Wednesday of 2022. And as we reflect, this has been a year that has been dominated by elections. Here on the local level, we elected a new mayor, we uh, voted for commissioners, we voted for a tax commissioner in a special election, uh, we voted for superior state and magistrate court judges, and we voted for school board members. So we had all of those elections taking place. And of course, we didn't vote for every single member of those boards. We only voted for the ones whose seats were up. You have to realize that for both the Richmond County Board of Education and the uh, Augusta Commission, uh, those representatives serve on staggered terms. So half of those seats were up, uh, but we had all of those things on the ballot there at the local level. And then, of course, at the state level, we had a bevy of offices on the ballot as well. Uh, those included state representatives, state senators, governor, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, labor commissioner, attorney general, agricultural commissioner, and insurance commissioner. And in addition to that, we also elected people to serve at the federal government level. Those included uh, the United States representatives, as well as the U.S. Senator. So I myself personally went to the polls four times during 2022. And some of you, I believe, went five times, as many as five times, depending upon what district that you lived in. So that year was very much dominated by elections. I think 2023 will be different uh, from the standpoint, as, as I know of right now, there is only one race in the Augusta area that will be on the ballot, and that is the District 6 seat for the Richmond County Board of Education. Uh, that seat, of course, was actually on our ballots this, no, this past November, uh, but due to the unfortunate and untimely death of Tyreek Robinson, uh, there will have to be a special election for that seat. I understand that the incumbent, A.K. Hassan, will continue to serve until uh, that uh, election takes place in March. So as of right now, our Richmond County Board of Education remains unchanged. Um, uh, we have uh, all the same people uh, coming back because all of the incumbents who are running for office, one, uh, Charlie Walker in District 7, Venus Kane in District 9, and Charlie Hanna in District 2, 
in addition to the fact that uh, they had at least one race, I think, that was not contested at all. I believe that's Mr. Uh, Eubanks seat there in District 3. So um, we'll have a, one more election only for those people who reside in the newly drawn uh, District 6 in the county, and that election will be in March. Um, now I want to talk about what we do once we filled all those seats. I know many times we think of our responsibility of citizens, of citizenship, really being to scrutinize candidates and cast a vote to get people in office. And then we kind of sit there and wait for the next couple of years uh, until it's time to vote again. Uh, I want us to give some thought to a different approach, uh, which is to say, I want to rethink this. Um, I really believe that our duty as citizens really only begins when we go to the, the place to vote, go to our, go into the booth and cast a, a vote. Um, that is when we select the people who are going to represent us. But as citizens, we also have the responsibility to also continue to watch their actions after they have been selected and have taken those seats. Um, and how do we do that precisely? I know it sounds simple enough. It may be though more of a nebulous concept when we try to put it into action. So I wanna break down for you some of the action steps that I think that we as citizens should take if we're going to be truly involved and we're truly gonna take responsibility for improving our quality of life and truly understand uh, how we are to interact with the folks that we've elected. Uh, first thing, understand that the responsibility never ends. Um, as you can tell, this was a big election year. Two years from now, there's going to be more elections because there are going to be more uh, commission seats and there'll be more um, uh, school board seats up. In addition, state representatives and state senators, those are two-year terms. U.S. representatives, that's a two-year term. So there will be more offices for us to vote for in 2024. And of course, that's also a presidential year. Um, so in between, in this ensuing two years, uh, what should we be doing? First, I think that we should be checking the voting patterns of the people that we have elected. There are multiple ways in which to do that. And they include watching the television news. Um, so they may not have all the details, you know, TV news always gives it to you in snippets. But oftentimes there will be interviews from our various elected officials discussing why they voted the way in which they did. In addition to the snippets on the TV news, and of course, there's always the opportunity to go to the websites of those stations as well. Um, but in addition to that, you can watch the meetings live online. Um, Augusta Commission meetings take place during the day, which I know some people find to be inconvenient. But you can go in, uh, watch the meetings live as they take place, or you can go back later on and watch those meetings to see what topics they discussed and how they voted. And also on the Augusta uh, website, augustaga.gov's website, 
as well as the school board's website. They have meeting agendas and they have minutes of the meetings there. So you can listen or you can read and you can see what issues will be discussed at an upcoming meeting. You can see what issues were discussed at recent meetings. And you can check to see how each one of those folks who has been elected to serve has voted on those issues. And I know all of that feels really, really time consuming. And to be honest, it is. But if we really want to understand what is happening, what decisions are being made by whom, how, and why, those are the steps that we have to take in order for us to get a good understanding of how our representatives conduct themselves in public and whether the actions that they have taken represent you well. You could also observe how your representatives interact with other members of the body. Uh, as we have talked frequently, one of the key things is in getting anything done is getting the support of your colleagues because you've got to have a majority of the board. Uh, if you're in office, you know, you can't make things happen by yourself. You've got to have your colleagues supporting you. So you get a chance to watch and witness how they interact uh, with each other. And that is also very, very telling. The next way to uh, get information about what your representatives are doing is for you to stay in touch with them. Uh, please save their email addresses and their phone numbers in your contacts. That way, if you have gone in and checked the agenda, uh, you know what's going to be discussed, you can let your representatives know in advance of their votes how you feel about those issues. Uh, you can also ask them to bring up and suggest other issues and how to deal with those and you can also express your dissatisfaction or your satisfaction for that matter with the positions that they have taken. So staying in touch with them gives you an uh, opportunity to dialogue directly with the people that represent you. And um, it lets them know that you are watching everything that they are doing as they carry out the office for which they have been entrusted. Also, I suggest that you attend community events. Again, this can be somewhat time consuming, but you know that several of our commissioners and school board members have town hall meetings. There are other local organizations that have regular meetings where various public issues are, are discussed. Um, this lets everybody know that we as citizens are paying attention to what they're doing and how they're carrying out the jobs. Finally, I ask people to just continue the dialogue with people around you, be that on social media, um, in a group, there's several groups in the Augusta area, on Facebook, for instance, that talk about local political issues, um, you can talk directly to your neighborhood association if you attend those meetings. And sometimes your elected officials will be guests at your neighborhood association meetings. And of course, everybody has their network of friends, neighbors, relatives, etc. So engage them in conversation about what you see uh, happening. And it 
usually very often the case is that once you start talking about things that you have observed, those people in your circle will also talk about what they've observed. And that gives an opportunity for everybody to have a more complete dialogue about what's happening, how, why, and what you want to be different as well as what you like so far. Um, that is also one of the things that I encourage folks to do uh, is be even handed with your commentary. Um, I know that we are very, very prone to talk about the things that we don't like that our elected officials have done. Uh, but we also have the chance and in fairness, we should talk about the things that they've done that we do like uh, so that um, they know that we are not just coming in to criticize. Uh, we should be even handed about that. And I think it also makes our comments more acceptable, uh, not just to the elected officials, but to everyone when they are even handed, which is to say that if somebody is always complaining, you know, you get to a point where you really kind of tune them out because uh, nobody wants to hear the constant complaining and we'll say, well, you know, they don't like anything. It's the conclusion that people arrive at when you complain all the time. But when you say what you did here was good and what you did there was uh uh, not so good if you're, you know, you recognize and call out the good as well as the bad. Uh, people tend to take you a lot more seriously because they know that you are objective and that you're watching everything and that you are indeed trying to be fair about the various comments that you offer. So in 2022, in addition to election coverage, it seemed to dominate everything. If you all go through and think about all the candidates that we had on Local Matters. Um, it, it dominated the conversation to a large degree, but we did cover some other topics. Uh, for instance, we talked about the role of nonprofit organizations in shaping our community and how those volunteers and staff people with the nonprofits make a difference. Uh, we did a series on developmental disabilities and behavioral health. Uh, we talked about why more people don't vote. We talked about things that happen in our court system, particularly at the uh, misdemeanor level in Richmond County State Court. And we provided updates on the uh, COVID pandemic as well as the monkeypox pandemic. So we covered a plethora of topics in 2022. Uh, also, I look favorably upon 2022 as a landmark year for local matters. Uh, we finally started a Facebook page. I had folks encouraging me to, hey, you need to, you know, have your own page for uh, Local Matters exclusively. And we've generated a couple hundred or more followers, uh, but we definitely want more followers on that Facebook page. So if you support Local Matters and you are on the Facebook platform, please go to the Local Matters podcast of Georgia Facebook page to uh, express your support by following our our page. That way you get notified of episodes as they come in uh, and we build our community of supporters. Uh, also in 2022, we started our own YouTube channel by the same name, Local Matters Podcast. Um, we don't post a lot of episodes, a lot of videos there on the YouTube channel, but we are gradually posting more videos including the one uh, from last week that featured Senator Jones. So please subscribe to us on YouTube as well. 
Uh, we really want to grow local matters for the benefit of our listeners. We're here to educate, to edify, and to engage. And the way, one of the ways that you can connect with us is via social media. As we embark upon 2023, uh, we're going to start off the year by discussing public education. Uh, as we had our school board races this year, as I noted earlier, there are not going to be any changes on that board until March when the new District 6 um, representative is elected or trustee is elected. They officially call school board trustees. That new trustee won't come on board until March. So uh, basically what we've done is reelect the same people who were there. And that has set off a pretty significant amount of discussion about whether we are tweaking our school system around the edges or if we're really trying to um, make any significant change in some of the patterns that we have seen. So uh, we're going to come in, start off the year, we're going to talk about education. Uh, also in January, we're going to talk about what it takes to get more young people interested in voting. Uh, we're at a point now where Every politician, I think, knows that if you're looking for votes, uh, you got to focus on seniors because senior citizens are more likely to go to the polls with regularity than young people are. So we're going to get into some of the reasons that that is and what can be done to make very young people, those who are just becoming eligible to vote, uh, what it's going to take to get them out interested while they're not out and interested now and how we can change that, that narrative. Uh, we're also going to have some conversations about what it takes to be a great city uh, and a great community. What are the factors um, involved in making that happen? Another topic that I'd like to hit on is to discuss this idea of secession from Augusta. I'm sure many of you have heard that there is a group in West Augusta that has had at least one public meeting, maybe more about the possibility of withdrawing from Augusta. Um, first, I heard the conversation about Somerville and Forest Hills, but it seems like the maps that I've seen indicate an area much larger than that. So I'd like to also uh, have some conversation about that as well in 2023. So we've got some really good uh, shows lined up uh, for the early part of the year. Uh, as always, we thank you for being a part of the Local Matters family, um, and I want to make sure that we are offering you what it is that you need to know so that you can become a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. I also know that some of the best topics we have had on the show have been generated by people who are regular listeners uh, folks who know me personally may call me or send me a text message. Uh, those who don't may um, reach out to me via Facebook Messenger um, and or via my website and let me know, hey, it'd be great if you talked about X. So we want to keep that two-way communication going. Please feel free to leave me a message. I love to hear your suggestions and comments 
about how we can provide you all as listeners with what it is that you need to hear. So please uh, go to my website, JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly, that's W-E-E-B-L-Y.com, and and leave a message there on my Contact Us page. You can also go to the Facebook page and leave a comment or send a message, as I said, via Facebook Messenger, because we want to know what it is that you want to know about uh, so that we can get prepared and bring in uh, the right guests to bring the information that you're looking for. Also, to be noted in 2023, We don't turn down any opportunities for sponsors or advertisers. So if you are a business owner or you know one that needs to get the word out about their business, their service, their goods, uh, you can contact me likewise, Facebook or website uh, to let me know. We can work out some custom sponsorship packages that work for the short term or for the long term for those businesses and organizations. Also, I want to let you know that coming up this evening, um, Wednesday, December 28th, I will be a guest on Barbershop Talk. Uh, it is hosted by a gentleman by the name of John Milton, uh, and I'm going to go into that and just do an interview with him. Uh, I'll let you know that normally when I have guests on my show, I let them know what questions are going to be asked in advance. But Mr. Milton said he was not going to do me the same favor. So I will be surprised and will be responding off the cuff to whatever it is that he has to say. Uh, Barbershop Talk Live uh, is recorded in his barbershop and it's played on Facebook Live. So if you all could tune in again, if you're on Facebook, uh, tune in tonight, 6 p.m. Barbershop Talk Live. I'll be the guest and and we'll get through whatever issues it is that he has in mind. Of course, um, we'll respond to him and uh, we're also going to talk about the good thing we got going over here at Local Matters because we do want to make sure that as many people as possible know what we have to offer. Uh, That's about it. My rundown for uh, 2022. It's been an awesome year in terms of our listeners. uh, We've been able to grow, uh, but there's always room for additional growth. Um, I would love for us to get to the point where everybody in the state of Georgia knows about local matters and is taking uh, the time to listen to the things that we have to say here. So I thank you and I depend upon you to help us get the word out. Uh, And we know everybody maybe doesn't have the time to listen to every single show, Um, But particularly when there are things that are of specific interest to you, you want to make sure that uh, you know to to look for local matters and what we had to say on that particular topic. As we go into 2023, um, we uh, ask and pray for your blessings for another great show in local matters land. Uh, As of March 2023, we will be celebrating our three-year anniversary here. So um, please pray for us as we grow and as we connect and attempt to connect to more and more voters and prospective voters. 
in Augusta, Richmond County, CSRA, and the state of Georgia. Uh, we also ask for your prayers, um, not just for this program, but for all of those that we have elected in 2022. Uh, we believe, I believe personally, that there is a connection between public policy and morality and scripture. I think all of those things work together or should work together ideally. So it is not wrong for us to pray for those individuals who are in authority in our state, our community, and our nation. So please feel free as you advocate uh, for specific issues to also pray for those things that you believe are in the best interest of our community. Again, thanks so much for being a part of the local families and all the great things that we've been able to do, all of the great information that we'll be able to provide. Uh, and we're looking forward to an exciting and wonderful 2023. Please enjoy this week. Uh, have a happy, happy new year. Uh, next time I talk to you, it'll be January the, let me get the date right, guys. It'll be January 4th. Uh, we'll be back January 4th, 2023, with another opportunity to make sure that you are educated, edified, and engaged. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net, because local matters.